Who would you be if you didn't hide behind your shame? Where would you be if your inner judge didn't dictate your life? Hello, hello. We are here to break cycles, to open conversation into the taboo, and most of all, we are here to feel sexually liberated. Welcome to Your Body, Your Story. Do you ever feel like you're the odd one out? The black sheep, a little weird, here on this earth alone, and needing to hide your difference to fit in? Do you suppress parts of yourself and mold the rest into pieces that are quote-unquote normal and safe for everyone around you? Do you crave to be seen, heard, and understood? Do you feel envy or admiration for those who have the courage to be vulnerable and transparent? When was the last time you met yourself at the depths of who you are? What if I told you that you're not alone? What if you didn't hide yourself and you are accepted just as you are at the core of your being? What are the consequences of sharing your truest self to those around you? These are all questions that came into my head nice and early this morning when I should have been sleeping. (laughs) It's also questions that I reflect on myself when I think about How did I feel growing up? What kind of space did I hold? And did I try to shrink myself and mold myself into what I thought everybody else wanted me to be? It's something that I find really interesting when I think of comedy. I would say, and I mean, I'm not trying to be overly confident about this, but I would say that I am the comedian in my immediate family and also the chameleon. I'm an observer when I walk into a room for the most part. I look at who is there, how are they acting, and how do I need to change myself to fit in with these people that I see in front of me. And it's interesting to find, you know, later on if you're talking to people individually, how many people would have really benefited if I had just walked into that room myself. How many new connections and how the conversations or the interactions would have been so much more intentional and beautiful and a deeper connection if I would have walked in there just as myself instead of judging the room and judging myself based on that. And I do wonder how many people do that. And I think to a certain extent we all do. Right? We all crave to fit in, to be one with everybody else around us. It's hard to be that odd person out, to feel like you're the weirdo. There were many, many times growing up, and this, <laughs> this always had to do with me having like a crush on a boy in one of my classes or, you know, in the school or whatever. There were many times where I would and I'm sure everybody has done this, but if you haven't, it's, I think it's so funny. You go to like your good friend or 
a friend of that person, you go, do you know if like they like me? Do you know if they they notice that I exist? Could you maybe tell them that I'm interested and see what they what they say? And very often, I was told that I'm just a little bit too different. Like, no, she's pretty, but uh, no, she's just a little bit weird or a little bit different. And I had my friends come back to me and tell me that that's what they thought. It made feeling good enough really difficult. Being weird was really, really hard. And if I'm being honest, in all of those settings, from what I remember, I don't think I did ever completely express exactly who I am and what I thought. I was too afraid. And the more I had kind of that, what I saw as rejection of who I was, I didn't want to open up. Of course, that was too scary. I was going to be judged even harder if I shared my fullest self. And I truly feel like that is how so many people, if not everybody in the world feels, especially when you're you know, going through school, elementary school, middle school, high school, all we're doing is trying to figure out where we fit into the world. And not to mention being in school, you're also being graded on your brain and your, the way you think. Like another story that I have was I remember absolutely loving English class where we were allowed to write a story and we were allowed to just make any story that we wanted. And I loved it in elementary school. I got so excited for the ability to be creative and share and write. I loved it. But I never, ever got good grades or got what I believed my writing deserved. And there wasn't praise or anything for being creative or outside of the box. I would feel so confident in this story that I wrote and would get this bad grade back. And that did not fuel me to keep writing. It made me stop writing. It made me stop drawing. It made me suppress my creativity because I was put into a box and graded by someone who didn't understand what I was thinking, what I was saying. And I think that's really unfair. I think it's important that We don't try to, like, grade each other or rate each other when we see each other. That saying, don't judge a book by its cover, really is so important. Because the amount of people that I've gotten to know that, you know, and let me preface this as well. We do judge each other. It's something that, honestly, and this is going to sound, I guess, contradicting saying don't judge each other, but at the same time, sometimes we don't have a choice. You know, we have safety mechanisms and survival mechanisms in our body that tells us to judge people to figure out if we're going to be safe if we're around them. And that's okay. But you can also notice when you're doing that. You can check yourself and you can go, but really, am I unsafe right now? No, I'm not unsafe, but this person might look different 
than a lot of people around them. And I can choose not to judge them based on that until I get to know who they are as a person. And that is something that I think everybody needs to practice. And I try to as best I can, but of course, we are all human. And sometimes those things just happen. But as much as you can catch yourself and go, you know what, I don't even know who they are. And it's unfair for me to decide something based off of, you know, their aesthetic. And keeping in mind that a lot of people will look a certain way One, to try to fit in, or two, to purposely put themselves in a position where people will judge them because that then decides who they want to get to know because the people who look past their appearance are typically the ones that they would prefer to be around. If you are the person that's sitting there and judging right away and going, nope, I'm not going to go up to that person, they're a little weird, well, good. Because they probably don't want to talk to you either. But if you are willing to think, okay, I am judging a little bit. I don't even know them and I don't feel like it's appropriate to judge a person just based on what I see. That opens the door just a little crack to go up to them and say, hey, this is who I am. Who are you? And you can decide from there. And most of the time, and I don't want to use these words, but I'm going to use them because I think that they're, I guess, more understood. But most of the time, if you take the second to go up to the person that you're scared to go up to, who's maybe wearing spiky boots or things like that, like the type of clothing, outfits, makeup that we have a tendency to judge as deviant in our society and not normal, and a little bit too out there, if you take a second to even just give them a smile, that is very, very different than what we've been doing forever. Because those people are the people who have the courage to show up how they want to present who they are to the world, and they have the courage to be misunderstood right away. Nowadays, I do prefer if I look a little bit different. And it's not something that I overly strive for, but my natural style, the jewelry that I like, the hairstyles that I like, the makeup that I like, the clothes that I like, are not super typical of everyone around me. And like I said, I used to hide that when I was younger. And I wanted to wear the brand names, the cool things, the stuff that all my friends were wearing. But now, if I find the most unique thing in a store, I'm getting it. I try to be that person that is trying to express who I am on the inside, on the outside. Every day, I choose to get dressed in whatever feels like it's me that day. Because authenticity is sometimes so rare, but it is so, so, so needed in our world. In a lot of ways, a lot of people do choose to wear the clothes that express who they are as a person. 
And also a lot of the time people choose to wear what they wear to try to match their peers. But could you imagine if every single person wore exactly what made them feel most alive and most like themselves? It would be so beautiful. And in that way, I think we would all try to be a little bit more understood. I don't know. It's kind of hard. I think it would be such a cool thing because I do know a lot of people that would love, love, love to wear like full face paint, like full face paint, like every day or dresses or corsets or nothing at all. To be honest, I cannot tell you how often I say to my partner, I just don't want to wear anything. But I put stuff on, of course, because that's not accepted. And to be honest, I actually still don't fully feel comfortable with my naked body. And that's something that I find is very interesting, too. How many of us could go out to a society like that it is fully accepted? Everybody else is naked, but would you do it? How comfortable do you feel with your own physical body and how hard would it be to just accept yourself as you are and proceed out into the world with nothing to hide. I never actually even used to really be naked by myself. I was so afraid and judgmental and insecure about my naked body that I would always have clothes on, always, 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 except for in the shower, of course, but I did not like to be anywhere close to naked, by myself even. And I think that's fairly common. You know, we live in a society where your private parts are private. You hide your body underneath clothes. Don't show any cleavage. Your shorts are too short. The naked body is too much to share. And also be so afraid that because yours might look different than somebody else's that something is wrong with you. We're all told to hide and be afraid of being different when absolutely everybody is a little bit different. And that is so beautiful. Why are we accepting that staying hidden is the right thing to do. Why is that the norm and not full nudity and full self-expression the norm? Why do we envy and admire the people who have the courage to be different and put themselves out there? Why do we say, I wish I could do that? I wish I could be more like that. And then we never do it. It makes it really hard to be happy in this world, I would say. I do feel like that's where a lot of people's anger comes from, is just not being able and comfortable and accepted just as themselves and how different they are. We should not be afraid to walk into a room and say, this is who I am. Obviously, when you're still trying to be kind. I think that's kind of the base of everything. Show up in a place and just be yourself. But kindness goes a long ways.
I don't know. I dream of seeing a world where people are themselves and they're not afraid to share, live their passion, be different, be the person that paves the way for other people. And really, I guess that's what this podcast is about. We need to create more spaces that are safe and accepting of everyone because everybody would benefit from that. Everybody would benefit from that, including the people who are pushing back against, you know, women's rights and LGBTQ rights. The people who are pushing back against those things would benefit from these changes. It just blows my mind. But if you do feel like you have a story that you want to share, if you feel like you want to have the courage to put yourself out there to help yourself and maybe somebody else who's dealing with similar things as you, if you want to help join me on this journey of having more authenticity and more vulnerability and transparency in the world, oh, please come be a part of my community. Sounds culty, doesn't it? <laughs> It's funny how everything's a cult, right? Everybody would benefit from safety, authenticity, kindness. Just let people be who they want to be as long as they're being kind and no one's getting hurt. Why is that such a bad thing and so scary? I don't know. There's my early morning rant that I was feeling called to do. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you do want to be on the podcast, please reach out. Please, please reach out. I will meet you wherever you are willing to go. Spiritually, emotionally. I even do a lot of my interviews in person. Obviously, I will probably only drive a certain amount, but I am willing to meet people in person. If you want to be anonymous on the podcast, you can be anonymous. Obviously, your voice will be heard. We don't have to say your name. We don't have to have any contact information. We don't have to talk about anything that brings people the ability to find you or know who you are. If you are afraid and you want to be anonymous, that's fine. But come and share your experience with life. Come and share your story. And together, let's pave the way for authenticity. I think that there's nothing that would be more important than understanding people. How often... <clears throat> do we judge people, get mad at them, especially driving, walking around, that you're like, what's your problem? Why are you acting like that? Well, guess what? There's always a reason. Nobody acts without some kind of underlying event, trauma, experience that causes them to act the way they do. Nobody just goes out and kills a bunch of people for no reason. There's always some belief, trauma, something underlying that. Someone cuts you off on the road. There's something with every single one of us that causes us to act and think the way that we do. And there's ways to understand. There's ways to have compassion and empathy. There's ways to communicate that are much better than yelling and screaming or judging or just being angry or being a brick wall so that no one can break through. Yeah. We all need to shield ourselves a little bit less. Obviously, there's a level of safety we all have to try to make sure that we have. But 
something that I learned a good few years ago that I continue to tell myself all the time is that my soul is always safe. I could die today and that would be fine because my soul is safe. People can judge me as much as they want, but I am safe in myself. I choose to be safe within myself. And it can be a hard thing to learn, but when you get to that point of realizing that I can go through torture, I can go through, you know, a sweat lodge, which is where I actually learned that lesson. I can have an ice bath. I can go skydiving. I can walk anywhere. I can go anywhere. And something could happen or nothing could happen. But either way, I am safe because I choose to be safe for myself. And nobody can take that away from you. I keep ranting and I keep meaning to end this, but (laughs) thank you for listening. And I hope to see more of you and hear from more of you. And I love you all.